welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season three. And I'm not going to say, and Austin's not going to say, we're so excited to be back a million times this episode. We're just going to embrace it and be happy about it and not to talk about it. But this is episode two already, and we're still talking about life things, I would say. Austin, how are you feeling about your life currently? Currently, life is fine. Nothing too crazy, but like nothing too bad. So can't complain. Yeah, a nice old neutral. Gotta love it. So we're kind of back talking about our current realities. um, And I kind of hinted at it last week at the end of the podcast, but this we're going to be talking about living with our parents and just kind of how that's going, you know, the pros, cons, what you learn, what's hard, all the stuff. Um, I would say before we start, I overall really enjoy living with my parents. So I'm coming out I'm coming out at a pretty positive angle. What about you, Austin? I just kind of want to give everyone context. So uh, for those of you who do not know, my parents are split up and I've had the opportunity to live with both of them and both have their pros and cons, but it's not like I could just go and choose to be where I want to be. So uh, it's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a really good disclaimer because I think living with just one of your parents would make things extremely different. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely uh, not the norm, but, you know, we make do with what we have. Great. Um, Thank you for your transparency and honesty. It's always very refreshing to me. So we didn't just want to banter just Austin and I, like last week, even though it's one of my favorite things, we decided to bring on a guest, our, you know, that's what we do. And so as I was brainstorming, believe it or not, I know a lot of people right now who are living with their parents or did for a period of time in their early 20s, you know, just vibing out, waiting to get a job, waiting to make enough money, whatever. And so for, but what first came to mind is my friend Joe from North Carolina, because he has a really interesting story about how everything happened with living with his parents. So we decided to bring him on um, over Zoom. Unfortunately, I did not have the funds to fly him out to Ohio, you know, and do that all together in a studio. But it's fine. How are you, Joe? I am doing great. <laughs> great. Um, being in Ohio. Yeah, I know. I know you're sad about not being in Ohio. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what you, like, what are your hobbies? You know, all the things. Yeah, so I currently teach high schoolers in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I coach soccer. Um, I play a lot of pickup for fun spend a lot of time with my friends doing things outside things of that nature um so I'm pretty active in those ways so I don't know that's yeah. a little bit. what subjects do you teach Joe so I teach high school math and so I typically teach like the algebras and the statistics from like sophomores to seniors those were my uh, least favorite subjects but someone's got to do it algebra yeah. is the goat uh, I had to put that out there I do like algebra, you know, plug and chug, get the formulas. My least favorite math. Oh, bummer. What? (laughs) No, no. I I actually did enjoy algebra, but 
I also want to just point out that Joe like did a slight flex of, you know, I'm sporty. I'm fit. I like to, you just like very subtly put that in there. Did not say anything about being fit. Didn't use the word sporty. Pretty active in those things <laughs> of that nature. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We pick on people on this podcast. Don't, you know, I always pick on you. It shouldn't but be anything out of the ordinary. Westerners being nice and sincere all the time is a false statement. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, so Joe, have a lot of questions for you, but let's start with the basics, which I think are necessary to really get the ball rolling here. So why did you um, actually start living with your parents? Like what was kind of the catalyst of, I'm not just going to move out straight into like real life with a roommate and all this stuff. Well, for me, I had kind of your school left and I could have stayed where I was in Boone, North Carolina. Um, but I had to do my student teaching and I had like one option. It was like a 45, 50 minute drive or I could go back home, save a lot of money and have a lot more options at some better schools rather than just working at some school in the Hills. Um, and so I was like, I might have better options um and I thought it would have been maybe a better thing for me long term and so I was like I'm just gonna go home save some money and yeah yeah no I think that's very rational and a good choice but at the same time we all have watched the movies the tv shows the jokes that are made like oh gosh, you don't want to be living in your parents' basement. But then when you're actually there, or dare I say worse for me personally, living in my like childhood bedroom again, like there's just a lot of stereotypes that come with that. And I think even maybe some notes of, oh, you failed or wow, you're really not doing what you're supposed to because you're with your parents. Did you experience any of those kind of thoughts or did anybody actually make kind of those comments to you? I think it was different because we literally moved a month before I got back home. Oh. So I was in a completely new house. Um, I didn't even know really kind of how things were going to go. It was kind of weird going to bed sometimes because it wasn't the bed I was used to. Um, it was quite bigger, actually. <laughs> So, um, also I just didn't have a lot of people back home. And so the conversations were never there. Um, maybe because people realized I was just trying to get on my feet with some things. Um, and they knew that it was kind of a transition and I don't think they realized how long it, of a transition it was going to be. Yeah. Well, and that's something else that I do want to bring up is you and I have talked about this. So this isn't going to come as a shock to me, but maybe even go into Austin, you're going to be shocked. Are you ready? I'm not, but let's go. <laughs> so what kind of happened with the timing of like your OG plan of living with your parents for like roughly a period of time and like that plan didn't turn out. And could you maybe explain why you were there a different amount of time than you thought? Yeah, so I kind of anticipated being there through May, 
maybe. And then, cause I got there in January. Um, and then I was t- kind of planning to go back up to Boone for the summer. Um, cause it would have been my last summer before kind of entering the workforce, quote unquote. <laughs> and I mean, that was also the same year where COVID kind of happened and sort of shut down things really quickly. And for me, I got really stuck because like my internship required this huge project. So I'd go to my internship, I'd come home, I'd work on my project and then I go to bed and like repeat and rinse, you know, every day. So my weekends were my opportunity for me to kind of get out. And even then it was still like, I've got to do a lot of work because if I don't pass this project, I'll be doing this over again. Yeah. I really don't want to be here that much longer. And so for like 10 weeks, 12 weeks, like I was just grinding. And I remember like looking at a due date, it was like March 15th. I can still remember. I'm like, I get to March 15th. I can breathe. I can go see friends. And like the last two months of my internship will be a walk in the park. And I won't even be at home that much. It'll just be kind of a place to crash a few days a week. And March 15th is, I think it's the same day that the school that I worked at closed down. Um, and so I went, Oh my gosh. Like, I think that was, I think that was the day I left college to go back home. No, this online. is so bad. Like, it's ironic. Cause I'm like, this is the day I'm like, I got to go spend more time with friends. I had some things planned and then it was just like going from like I'm at home way too much to I'm at home all the time and so and again it was just me and my parents for quite a while I I have no words Austin I would I didn't even know all of those details so Austin I would love to know what you're thinking I mean I remember like the mid-march of COVID and it was so sad. Like everyone started, like classes went online and then slowly, like one by one, people started going home. And I was like, everyone's leaving. Like, am I going to have to go back home? And it was just, you know, everyone was there. It, it sucked. It sucked big time. But to, to hear that you weren't even getting the weekends (laughs) to do the things you wanted to do. I mean, I applaud you for the the effort and the the long-term vision of if I do this well now like I'll set myself up like and it'll it'll be you're delaying gratification essentially (laughs) um but man that is I I feel for you Joe that is so tough yeah it really is and just to break it down if people are more like statistical like you started living with your parents in January you were supposed to move on in March, but instead you ended up living with your parents from January of 2019. No, January of 2020 to December of 2020, correct? I left in July. Oh gosh. July of 2021? 20, no, 20. Oh, okay. Nine months. <laughs> Wait, we're thinking that he lived with his parents for like 300 years okay so that's still like a really long time when you did not plan for it to be that long because you were planning for like six months right yeah if that I mean because you also think about it like when the holidays is always a 
interesting time when you're not used to being home because you're like, oh, it'll be a sweet time to see everybody and just kind of reconnect, do some fun things, watch some fun movies, eat some good food. And then by the end of it, you're kind of like, all right, we need some space again. Like, it's been good, but like, all right, we're, we're all getting a little older. We need to kind of keep going. But I stayed, right? Because December goes to January and then I'm staying at home. And so you kind of already had those feelings of like, wait, is this what it's going to be like? That feeling for a while. And you're like unsure on top of like the stress of trying to finish something that you've been doing way too long. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a very good point. Cause usually that's a very natural and really healthy ebb and flow. If you come home from college, you have your time with your family and then you're like, okay, but I can really be patient and deal with family conflict. Cause I know I'm going back to ball around with my friends, but at this point you're like, holy crap, I'm just here. Like there is no break really coming for me. And then COVID really just put a conf- confirmation on the fact that you really weren't going to get a break honestly which is just yeah that that's a tough pill to swallow which brings me to since you had so much time to you know really bond with your parents really soak it all in (laughs) (laughs) I mean you probably learned things you didn't even want to know but um what were like let's go for the positives first because I feel like we're really going negative right now what were some things that you didn't expect or just like things that popped out that were really fun and just great about living with your parents? Yeah. I mean, I think it gave me opportunities because in my head still, I was like, I'm going to be gone. So like, I was thinking I was going to move to Dallas or Nashville or I maybe even San Diego or Jacksonville, Florida. So I was thinking kind of far for a while. So I'm like, I'm going to try to make the most, right? And like really leave on like healthy notes. Because um, regardless of the tension, like I have great parents, um, even if there is some things that we don't see eye to eye. And so I think I like had to really challenge that mindset constantly. And so like, there were like little moments when I'm like, okay, this is frustrating, but also like sweet where like me and my mom, like every Tuesday of every week, we'd go to Chipotle for like probably 10 to 12 weeks. And so like, I remember like I was looking at my app the other day and the favorite one, like it's still labeled like Tuesday nights with mom. And I haven't done that in like since whenever like COVID hit, but like, Like, and that for me was like so much fun. And like my mom, like just fell in love with Chipotle more than I thought she would. <laughs> we just like go out of her way to buy the guac some days just so we could like share it. Um, oh my gosh. Like this is so wholesome. It is. Should we, um, wait guys, should we maybe get Chipotle involved and maybe get some sponsorship? I mean, this is a tearjerker. <laughs> um, so my mom, it's like diehard Chipotle now because of that. And... um. So like, there'd be days even she'd just be like, I got it. I'll be home. And cause she knew it'd be working late. She's like, I already got Chipotle. I'll be home in 30 minutes. Um, if we couldn't go. And then my dad and I growing up spent a lot of time like working in the yard. It was like, we work in the yard Saturday mornings, we go play soccer and then we come back and then we do some things. 
So like when you move, you have like an, a sense, a whole new um, piece to work, right? A whole new canvas. And so my dad was like, hey, these are the things I want to do in the next five years. And when COVID hit, we did half of that in five weeks. Oh my gosh. And so like we built a patio, we built a like retaining wall with like a fire pit. And like, that was my, like my L doc was like, building this brick wall I was learning a brick and mortar with my dad (laughs) okay Uh, wait I do have to interrupt you so for those of us who live in the midwest or other wherever you grew up that wasn't the south this is something that isn't very common this is something I had to learn when I moved last year was that first day of school or last day of school is actually pronounced f doc or l doc so I mean, when I first moved and started following these girls on Instagram and in the fall, it was like, happy F doc. I'm like, what the frick is an F doc? Like I literally could not understand. And then finally I trusted someone enough to be like, Hey, could you let me into this secret club that I'm obviously not a part of? And then they explained to me, Monica, it's just an abbreviation for first day of school. But Austin, like, do you get that? Like, have you ever heard that before? Never heard that before. Was very confused for a moment, but I'm glad to be caught up now. Glad you said that that was the last day of school. Like you and your dad just built a retaining wall, just right quick. Yeah, we were like, we have this leftover pile of bricks that they left at the house. Dad was like, "Hey, we cut this big hole into the yard." Like we brainstormed like over a couple weeks. We're gonna run go grab some concrete, some mix, some sand, and let's just send it. And so it took us longer than we thought. It was a lot harder than we thought, especially because it wasn't straight. We did like a half circle, semicircle type of wall. Um, And, you know, it was just like, we were trying to do different things at different times. And it was just like the sun would set. And with woods being backed up, like things would be like crawling on you and you wouldn't realize it. And it was so, it was like, we just got like 10 more minutes of light. We just got to get it done. It was fun though. Like it was a cool experience. Yeah. And like, that was probably like a project he had planned to do like five years down the road and spend a lot more money, but instead I'm free. And so I saved my dad a lot of money in the process of being at home. Not only that, but now every time you go home, you're going to be like, wow, that's what me and my dad did. Like, no one can ever take this away from us. Like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, that's actually awesome. And honestly, like, uh, like my idea of bonding with my dad is like last night we ate Indian food together and that was like our bonding vibes. And like that's just so cool and so deep and wonderful and I'm just very like happy for you in that you know like I don't know this should be an ad for also like Home Depot like I should really be producing (laughs) we're like testimonials going on right here (laughs) that's perfect um okay so Austin, I would love for you. I mean, Joe, obviously you're killing it and all the people are probably like, give us more Joe. We're so annoyed with you guys. But Austin, give me like one of your favorite things about living with your mom currently. That is a great question. Um, 
I would probably say that just like I didn't realize like how much my parents like to have fun. Like we'd come home from school and like they'd spend all their time with us. Um, and then we'd go back to school and they'd continue on with their lives. I thought they just like stayed at home all the time. <laughs> but like my like mom and her boyfriend actually like have a lot of things that they go to. Like one of their friends they went to high school with literally plays live music like five nights a week around Columbus. So they like try and like see him like at least once a week. And he's like playing at all these different spots. And they're always like tagging, like asking me to tag along. So like meeting my parents' friends like that I really haven't met before has been kind of fun. Um, and just like realizing they don't just sit at home and watch movies with us when we're that, here. <laughs> that's awesome. First of all, that's just fun. But also that reminds me of when like when I don't know if you guys ever thought this, but when you were little, you thought your teachers lived at the school. And I remember when I was student teaching and I would be like, okay guys like gotta help you on the bus quickly because I have to go home and like my kids I mean obviously they're in first grade so Joe I hope this isn't happening to you as a high school teacher but the kids would look at me and be like Miss Toby you don't live at the school and I would literally look at them and be like does it look like there's a bed in this classroom like no I don't live here so that is that's what that reminded me of but that's cool that your parents include you. My parents don't include me in their plans. It's like, hey, we're going to dinner. Hey, we have a concert. Hey, we have an event. I'm like, cool. I'll be here alone. So I love that for you. I think you probably are thriving in those environments. Would you say you are? Definitely thriving. Um, just like glad that our relationship has like gone towards more of like a friendship and like instead of I don't know. It's not necessarily like disciplinary or like instructional all the time. Like it's more like, Hey, we're just friends, you know, instead of like teaching life lessons all the time. Oh, so you're not getting grounded from time to time. I uh, have not gotten grounded yet, but we'll see. I do not refill the water bottles when I take them out of the fridge. Sometimes that is uh, they get upset at me for that. We don't have like a, a thing for water here. Oh, so, like we got to buy water bottles all the time. Okay, interesting. So Joe, would you agree with that statement? Because Austin, I think that's really key what you said of like, living with your parents kind of pushes a whole friend, like more of a friendship element. Um, and maybe and that I think that comes with growing up too. But did you feel more of a friendship develop with your parents when you were living at home? Or do you think that was more of just like a natural thing with getting older? Yeah, I think it's, I think it was different just because, again, like, when you're the only other person at home, and they're like, oh, like, hey, someone to talk to. And so things just kind of become more natural in conversation. And you're like, I was not expecting this conversation to happen. This is maybe not deeper than I can handle, but it's also like a little heavy for me. Um. And I'm not used to having these conversations with you. So it's not that I don't appreciate it. I'm learning how to like also listen because there's not really a way to give feedback or like add to it. And so, yeah, I mean, the relationship definitely has changed with my parents. I don't know what else to say other than like, not bigger, but like, not bigger entities I don't really know how to put it but like just like they're still my parents and so yeah. like 
I don't There's know. There's so much more than just your parent. Yeah. Like, There's I mean, a whole other side to the coin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Austin, I really missed your analogies. No, I think I understand what you're saying. Like there's just more levels and different kind of capacities that you're now developing, but you haven't lost the parent, you know, child situation, which I think I have experienced. Like I was giving my mom advice kind of about they're looking, they're just like looking for a new church right now. And so I kind of gave her some tough love about just like, you know, don't only, only rely on this when picking a church and don't do this. And part of me was like, holy crap, is that rude? You know, like I'm 23 years old and I won't throw my mom's age on the podcast because that'd probably make her upset. But yeah. like, you know, who am I to really be giving her advice? And then later I was telling my dad about the conversation we had and he was like, oh yeah, honey, I think that's great that you you know, push your mom in that way. So, I mean, that could just be my dad being like, yikes, he didn't need to say that, but I felt affirmed that maybe I was helping something, you know? I've definitely been more apt to challenge my parents on some things, call them out from time to time. That's been super enjoyable, but that's also the dynamic we got. Pretty sarcastic for being honest. Hey, yo, we love a sarcastic banter. I love being sarcastic with both of you two, actually the most. Um, I think, I think my last question is because I want this podcast to be practical. Obviously I like when people listen to it and they say, Hey, this helped pass the time. This helped me on this like road trip. This helped me while I was running. I love that. I love that for you guys. If you're listening to this on a run, keep going. But I think I would like to ask Joe, stop laughing at me. I think I would like to ask Joe, what is some advice maybe that you have for someone who is like moving into a phase of life where they're going to live with their parents and, you know, are feeling a little anxious about it, not sure how it's going to go. They want to do it well. What would be like a little snippet that you would say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think we've talked about this too. This first part is just like going back into the, not being independent anymore aspect of just like, kind of the hey like I'm gonna be in late tonight kind of things and that always builds a little bit more tension of because your parents are like I want to know where you are at all times at 20 something years old and you kind of just kind of have to humble yourself again a little bit and just like be okay with just communicating a few more times in a little deeper way um I think listening to your parents in a different light really will open up kind of like what Austin was saying, just that more of that relationship with your parents beyond just like them seeing you as like their kids and them disciplining you because it opened opportunities for me to see other sides of my parents that I then appreciated of what they did for me when I was younger. Um, and again, it's like, I'm no longer there. So it's like, I really wanted to make it a point that like, regardless of like each day, what happens, like, I mean, we're not always going to get along. I'm going to see things differently. We have different experiences. But, I mean, I want them to be able to, again, always come and, like, challenge me. And I want them to be people that I can go to if I need to. Um, and so it's, like, as much as there is that, like, hey, this is weird and this is uncomfortable, like, 
be thankful because like you being at home is an opportunity that many don't have. Um, and at, for a while, being at home was hard um, because when everybody came back, there was so much tension that in a sense, like nobody wanted to be home and it wasn't a family. Yeah. I'd like, be thankful for those little opportunities, even if it is longer than you want to. Wow, Joe, thank you so much. Like that was actually great advice. I hope people actually paid attention to that. If you tuned out, go ahead and rewind a few seconds and listen to his amazing advice. Um, But Austin, now our favorite time of the show. Without further ado, I would like you to intro our new ending question. Not super new because they should have listened last week. If you didn't listen last week, go obviously take a listen but the new question to end each podcast this season is what is in the queue for you this could be something you have looking forward to even just something small maybe tomorrow could be a few months from now but uh that is what we're rolling with so mond what is in the queue for you Okay, I was actually really excited for this question because something exciting happened to me right before we recorded. So, okay, long story short, I used to run very often in high school, like pretty decent distances, nothing crazy, but I just have not been running like I used to. And so I told myself, Monica, by the end of September, you really need to be able to run a 5K without like dying at the end. Like, come on, get it together. So today, I don't know what came over me. I've been running a lot, but I was like, I think I'm just going to try it. You know, let's see what happens. And I ran the full 5k. I didn't walk and I felt like pretty good about my time. And it was 15 days early. So I'm feeling really excited and proud of myself. So all that to say, what's in the queue for me, I I kind of want to see if I can train for a half marathon and like not probably not in 2021, but um, maybe by the end of like the academic year. So that's kind of what's in the queue. Wow. The half marathon is quite the feat. Very proud of you. Honestly, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I am aware that 3.1 is not close to a half marathon. So no one think I'm an idiot, but I think mentally, I, I think I can push myself to get there. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you all updated. And Joe, I'm sorry we didn't preface this, preface this, but you are going last. So I'm going to answer the question now. Um, something we'd like to do for our guests, kind of build the suspense. Yeah, yeah. It's just being courteous. Um, something in the queue for me, I kind of unloaded on everyone last week with kind of way too much. Honestly, looking forward to just like sleeping in this weekend. Like, as lame as that sounds, guys, I've been, like, going and going and going, like, nonstop. Very excited to just rest. Yeah, I I do not think that's lame at all. Once you have a job, sleeping in is a freaking treat, man. I could not be more excited to sleep in this Saturday. It's going to be so epic. I'm I'm actually really happy for you. Would you maybe send Joe and I, I'll make a group message, and you can just send it. A picture of you waking up at noon and we'll just be so happy for you well i don't know if it'll be noon but maybe like 9 30 or 10 oh sheesh i hope you sleep later than that hey i'll be up by 3 a.m tomorrow so i'm jealous <laughs> let's go all right joe what is in the queue for you down in north carolina if that's where you are i don't know if you're actually i'm in there. north carolina when i first heard this question i thought we were talking about barbecue 
Oh my gosh. We, Carolina. we got great barbecue. And I don't even like it that much, but I was just like, all right, like getting real Southern for me. I appreciate it. How would you even answer that question? I'm scared. So we're not talking about that. Great. Makes it a little easier. Um, what's new? What's in the queue for me? All right. Um, I'm really hoping to go out West in a couple months. Um, my sisters and I are trying to do that. And so just trying to, trying to get out of the state would be nice after everything that's happened. And so, um, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to right now. Come December, November, got some time. So it'll be good to do that with my sisters. And so that's kind of where I'm headed right now. Is that more of a, like hiking national parks? Um, if we go when we plan to go, it'll be more of a skiing and a little bit of hiking. Um, but it's, it's could all change. It could all change. The, I, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for this. This will be fun. Joe, I'm very excited. I've never been out West and, you know, I've been dying to get out there. We'll see if we can make it. I love it. We yeah. Can. Awesome. We'll probably give you the follow on Instagram and you guys will become best friends. So just, just wait for that, Joe. All right. All right. Hopefully he's not a diehard Columbus fan. <laughs> Don't follow me back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Before there's a fight, um, we will be tagging Joe in our, um, in our post for the week on Friday when it comes out. Um, guys, you can listen as early as you wake up on Friday. They, they are going up ASAP. So if you wake up early for your commute, it'll be ready for you. Um, as always, follow us on Instagram, put a cork in it official. Um, we are on every uh, podcast streaming platform you can think of. So you will be able to find us. Um, mostly, I know you guys are using Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So we are on there, of course. And also, you know, if there's a bunch of girls who are all of a sudden falling in love with Joe after this podcast, because you know he's really fit, as he mentioned in the beginning. Um, and a world traveler, apparently. Stop. <laughs> I, I will field your DMs to Joe. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. okay, so that little chuckle, I guess, means I need to shut up. Um, Joe, you have been so wonderful. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Um, yeah, I just really appreciate it. Joe, one last thing. If, what would you say? Last thing you could say to the listeners. Last thing I can say to the listeners. Um, oof. Okay. Um, stay engaged because you'd be surprised by what I know Monica and I'm sure Austin, if they're friends, they're probably very similar. The little goal they may give and share from time to time. It may not be big and large, but it's probably worth your time, even if it is just 30 seconds. Um, because Monica's a joy and I'm sure Austin is as well. So stay in. Oh my oh. gosh. I'm about to cry over here. Me bro. too. Okay, we need, we need to end. I'm not well. Austin, you need to close it up. I, I cannot recover. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all next week. That's all I'm